2: Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal,
3: Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen,
2: and Andy Brant-Bernard. God, this signal sounds great, Andy. It's the best it's ever been, isn't it? New equipment will do that. Indeed. Top to bottom, brand new equipment in the studio. That's a good thing. We will be right back, kick things off with the family. You know who's here is Doug Sprinthal, <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com.
4: Why, Tom, thank you very much. Um, the auto show is right around the corner. Uh, kickoff to the selling season I I found out about a brand new car we haven't got the first ones yet but I'm pretty excited about it Uh, Toyota Camry is gonna come out in an all-wheel drive version for the first time since 1989 I think was the last time they made all-wheel drive Camry's Um, that should be a really hot car the Altima has been an all-wheel drive model for the last two years and that's selling really really well so I think Toyota went hmm all these cars will be on display at the auto show Check Walser.com if you're in the market for a new car because the incentives are already starting to pile up uh, as a President's Day. It really is the kickoff of the new car selling season, especially up here in the Midwest. Weather's crappy. It's sunny out today, but it's about 97 degrees below zero. So, auto show's coming up in two weeks. Uh, check Walzer.com for specials.
2: Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. <coughs>
3: I have TB
4: Alex has coronavirus
3: Coronavirus I keep having coughing attacks So if I just can't can't stop hacking up a lung I might need to leave as well
2: Perfect (coughs) (coughs) We don't
3: have cough buttons here I'm telling you I'm sorry (coughs) I have tea I'm hoping that will help I'm sorry What do you want me to do?
2: Nothing you can do there's nothing you can do, exactly. ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. Did you you do the midnight train to Georgia? The ones taking uh, taking Roger Stone to prison is that why you're doing it? <laughs> yes.
4: So did he? Get no, they sen- still have. Did, they haven't not, sentenced not him yet? yet. Oh
2: boy. Mm. No, they, that's been an hour. They said any minute now. That was an hour ago. So what's going to happen is he's going to be sentenced to whatever he's going to be sentenced to, and then the president's going to pardon him, and it'll all be over. So why do we even bother?
4: God, he's such a <laughs> tremendous slime ball.
2: <laughs> oh, that Roger Stone. Yeah,
4: there's a movie about him. Well, he's
2: involved in. He's involved in politics. They're all yeah. slimy bastards. Yeah, no, he's, he's,
4: been, he's been, this isn't a Trump creation. He's been kind of twisted and evil for, for years and years yeah. and years. Many, yeah. many years.
2: Well, that's the kind of people that are attracted to that life. Isn't that amazing that, that it's all about money and my ego?
4: Yeah, I, 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 sadly, you're right. Not all of it them, is. but a it's lot of them, especially at the national level oh god yeah yeah absolutely you know i think at the state level um, or the local level it's a totally different thing we got to get jimmy francis on because i'm curious to talk politics jimmy. with him um i don't I like jimmy honestly even know if he's a democrat or or a republican and i think at a I city at a city level i don't think it matters you really your job is to get the, the the trains to run on time right you're not trying to that's exactly create it. policy or that sort of stuff
2: that's exactly it. i have a question for you and again I don't even, as far as the politics are concerned, I don't even do politics anymore. I just point out how all of it is just so filthy and ridiculous. Uh, Chelsea Handler, uh, is she still working or is her career pretty much over now?
3: I haven't heard anything about her. I don't know. Her I'm her just asking. I, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't heard a thing about her <laughs> in quite some time. But apparently, uh, Chelsea Handler says Trump's. Uh, 2016 Wind sent her to a shrink, hooked her on marijuana. So because of Trump, she's hooked on marijuana <laughs> oh and she's going to see a psychiatrist. But she also said uh, Handler mocked after wrong claim that Trump only pardoned white people. Sounds about right. Now, Chelsea, do me a favor. Before you want to stir up racial <laughs> hatred, could you at least do your homework? I mean, at least check to see if it's true. You know, we don't need to stir up racial hatred here, do we, so, really?
4: So does that mean Trump pardoned an Italian person?
2: <laughs> Bob Sansevier. <laughs> he pardoned Bob Sansevier. So everything's working really, really well.
4: We never had pizza as kids because Mom didn't think Italians were real white people.
2: We're real white people. <laughs> <laughs> Silicon Valley. <laughs> My mom didn't think Italians were white people. <laughs> oh, gotta use it on Sandy every chance I get. It's wonderful. No, I uh, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking at the the screen right now. So as soon as that judgment, and again, it's not a big deal. What wherever he's sentenced to on judgment day today, it's not going to matter because the president's going to pardon him anyway. That's what they always do. Yeah. You know. So, whatever, but, you know, we, del- we deliver the news on here like everybody else, I guess. The best uh, the best way to go about it, the best way to look at it. But, yeah, I, I just, I'm becoming, we had a little talk about this this morning on, on the show, as a matter of fact. We just don't need that repeat of the 1960s because it feels a lot like the 1960s. Yeah, I know. But pl- please don't kill 10 people before it, it comes to an end because that's what happened. They started killing everybody, and yep. that's when it finally wrapped up and said, okay, enough with this.
4: So, we had an so I interest, hope that doesn't sorry,
2: happen again. No, I'll just say that I hope it doesn't happen again.
4: We had an interesting night last <laughs> night uh, with Sarah and I and the two high school juniors. And I said, hey, you guys want to watch the debate and see how, b- what Bloomberg's made of? So we were down there, and I was talking to Ellie and, and Liam, and they're pretty politically savvy. And I said, okay, of all the people on the s- stage, who do you like the most for president? And without hesitation, they both picked Bernie. And I said, you know, it is kind of interesting to me that you guys are 16 and 17 and you're voting for the oldest person on the stage. What about Mayor Pete? Oh, no, I don't, don't really like him. He's not, you know, and I, and I finally got it out of them. Was, I was curious as to what their thinking was. And my daughter said, the thing, real, thing I like about Bernie is I don't agree with all his policies, but at least he has policies and he sticks with them and he's consistent. I thought, well, okay, I get it. I wasn't trying well, to sway that. them one way or the other. I was just really curious right. as to how they think. And and there's a, it seems to be a lot of you know teenagers <clears throat> and, and people in college and stuff are, are big Bernie fans.
2: And you know why that is? Free college? Because they have, no, they have <laughs> nothing to lose. No, they have nothing to lose. Uh, that's the whole problem with our, our system, the way we vote, is people who have nothing to lose get really wild with their choices. They go way over the top with their choices. Yeah but when you got some skin in the game you're not going to vote for bernie. Bernie Sanders could never win because he can't get enough people over the age of like 24 to vote for him. Yeah. I don't know, I don't it doesn't matter to me. If it, look, if Bernie Sanders is the president of the United States, I will honor him as the president of the United States. Or if it's, you know, the Elizabeth Warren or whoever it is, Michael Bloomberg, if you're the president, you're the president. I will honor that. But like President Trump, I will also tell you, "Would you shut up once in a while? That'd be really good." <laughs> if you could it's, just it's shut never up. never going to
4: happen. It's just not. <laughs> No, it's not. He's not you're not going to wake right. up and say, you know, I've been reth- <laughs> rethinking all these this tweeting thing, and I'm just going to stop. It just won't happen.
2: Yeah, it's not going to happen. You're absolutely right. But it'll be, I think, you know, one, in one way or another, for some reason, every, I guess, from what I understand, reading, doing a lot of reading about it the past week, that every 50 years, the United States has to blow up like a volcano. I don't know why that is, but maybe every country does. I yeah, don't Yeah,
4: you might be right. But yeah, we're uh, we're in a not as stable a position as one would hope. Let's put it that way.
2: No, we're not, and I, I and I blame that on digital social media is is just horrendous. And here's what I judge it on. Me personally, I don't go on Facebook or well, Twitter But you were on anymore. Facebook
4: for about eight seconds in, uh, last eight fall, seconds. weren't
2: you? Yeah. And I said hi, Tom. I just a hi. No, yeah, opinion. I'm, I'm going to get off. Yeah,
3: I know. He was like, "I'm back." <laughs> yeah. No, That's I'm not. It. Yeah.
2: No, I, I just, and nobody said anything negative or any of that stuff, but I just don't have time to do it. I really, I don't have time to do that whole thing. Plus the fact, and I, I said this on the air, as a matter of fact, all those people that love to take a run at you on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever done that to my face. Not that they're afraid of me or anything, but they won't do it to your face. They won't do it to your face, my face, or anybody. They won't do it in person. It's only when they're, you know, like you said, the keyboard cowboys or whatever they call them everybody's a tough guy when they're at home in their mom's basement.
4: Yeah, no, that's right? right. And that's typical. So I
2: I don't know. I just really wish they would do something about that because the other stat that I found fascinating, I think Andy was the first one to point this out, that 10% of the people post 90 to 95% of all the negative comments.
4: You know, yeah, you guys told me that a couple of weeks ago, and I thought it was really interesting and kind of enlightening, actually. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Lowered my blood pressure substantially. Yeah. <laughs> Although they do seem to be mostly my friends, I've yeah. Got, well, that's I've nice. Got to know, your on friend. both sides of the aisle, and mm. and and not in the middle of the the church. They're way they're right. by the windows on the right and the left side. And it's every once in a while they'll take shots at each other through me, and I'm like, ooh, guys? Put the guns away. Just <laughs> back away. It's okay."
2: So no, it's absolutely true. And look, your kids are younger than mine. But Andy, at uh, 33, or are you 34 now? No.
0: No. I just turned
3: 33,
2: <clears throat> like four just months ago. Well, not just In October, that was six
3: November.
0: months ago. It is a while ago. Four months. Four <laughs> months. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> not, not yeah, even 30, four months. 30,
2: 30, yeah, it's not even four months. So you're 33. Alex has turned 31. Um, I I just uh, if I were you, I would not call people. I learned this today after uh, reading about the debates. Do not ever refer to people as fat broads or horse face lesbians. Did you no. see that? I, well, I
3: planning it last on doing night. that.
4: Elizabeth Warren went right after him, and he didn't know what to <laughs> oh, say. Did she ever? He was, oh, my I God. I tell you something, I would not want <laughs> that woman mad at me. Holy crap, did yeah, she I intimidate know. people? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's worth $55 billion, dollars and she, and he just froze on national TV in front of yeah, hundreds kind of people. Yeah,
2: he did. But... Um... Yeah, you know, The one thing I would say about that, and I commented, look, don't call people fat broads or horse lesbians. Let's not be doing that. But i got to be honest with you, 30 years ago when he did it, everybody was talking like that. And you can deny that you did, but everybody said horrible things like that back
4: then. Next time you talk to Philip, call him a horse lesbian. I bet that would go over well. <laughs> the Philly
2: dog. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it would be perfect. He was It'll so sweet in Key on. West to me. The kids what's, were what, sick. What's the so matter with like... his neck? he fell on the ice he
4: made it up oh really and he hit his
3: head yeah it's like a little Mm -hmm. whiplash but both the kids were sick in key west and he sat down next to me and he was like you're a wonderful mother i can tell you're just loving up on your babies and it's just a great thing to see what did he think he
0: was gonna die when he fell and had a did they legalize i don't
3: (laughs) don't know but he's very kind (laughs) to me
0: no philip's a great guy Philip is a
2: very nice guy. He, sl- yeah, he slipped on the ice and hit his head or something oh, like that. Yeah. So he was wearing a neck brace for a while. And
0: uh, I've never done no, that. The Philly
2: dog has always I mean, been a sweetheart of a guy.
0: I've slipped on the ice, but I've never hit my head, and I hope never to. But I yeah, that g- That can kill you. I've yes. hit
3: Sage's head.
0: Yep. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I had to take him to It's a dream come true. That's fun. Baby soft skulls help with that. Actually, yeah, people kinda... think that because they have yeah. soft skulls, it's more yeah. dangerous, but they kind of act they're as better, shock absorbers. Yeah, they're kind
3: of built to fall over. Yeah, yeah, they're built to smash their heads.
0: It's like a crumple zone.
3: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <laughs> leaving leaving ECFE today. One of the kids in Sage's class hit, fell, and hit his tooth on his lip. And yeah. his
0: just. Oh, full yeah. of blood.
3: Mouths bleed so much.
0: Well, your whole it's head. Crazy. Does, yeah, yeah head. Pretty bleed, much anything yeah. neck up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Good
3: time. You
2: hugs. know, could I give? Uh, could I give Roger Stone one tip off at going into court to be sentenced?
4: I'd get rid of the
2: Don Corleone
0: hat if I were you.
4: He's such a spaz. He's, he really is a goofball. Yeah. Yes, exactly. time
0: to find out who the hell Roger Stone is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Roger Stone's a guy
2: who is uh, is being sentenced today for oh, lying to Congress. I've seen him. Well, in
4: witness tampering and a couple other oh, minor yeah. things. Oh. Unpaid, yeah, like everybody fines.
2: else does. <coughs> oh, okay. okay, so yeah, library fines. He, he, didn't, he didn't pay his library fines. You know, typical. You don't get fines
3: guy. anymore.
2: No, no, you don't. They auto you don't. renew. You do not. <clears throat> Mm, Books
3: just auto. Like I mean, can, if you, you can be delinquent, <coughs> I was though. gonna say, I suppose if you yeah. never return them ever, or you bring back a torn up book or something, they yeah. find you.
4: <coughs> I have yeah, a question for you know guys. That, yeah. Has anybody here ever gone scuba diving?
3: No, but you have.
4: It was really cool. Dad has. Have you gone scuba yep, diving have, before? Yep. What did you yep. think of it?
2: I look, you know, as you're going along the the ocean floor, and all of a sudden the floor moves because there's a manta ray under there. I'm like, <laughs>
3: Holy crap!
4: Yeah.
0: Scared the hell out of me at first, but we were going. No, it's, to. it's phenomenal. But I get sick on boats, so it I was a lot it.
4: harder than I thought it was going to be. I thought the part harder? I was oh, going to yeah. struggle with was the pressurization but the drive, diving instructor said here you just equalize your pressure every two or three feet you go down don't wait till your ears hurt mm. and just you know you hold your nose and blow out a little yeah. bit and it worked great yeah what i had trouble with was altitude control i'd breathe too much and oh, despite yeah. having like a yeah. hundred pounds of weight You've strapped just, to my run i was just like yeah. i'm going up i'm going up i want to go down i want to go down." and this guy is like this forty-seven-year-old Mexican Zen <coughs> diver dude named Pedro was just—heck yeah! Barely looked like he moved, but he just rocketed through the water. Oh, really? Just like,
3: well, okay, this he is, does it professionally,
4: right? This is my first <laughs> time. It's a yeah. five thousand dive. Yeah. But how far down did you go? Uh, about thirty feet. Oh, okay. So it's not
0: like—it wasn't in a submarine. It's not like getting, uh, yeah, getting your joints all messed up from the altitude or the depth.
4: No, you can't. <clears throat> They, although in this island, they do have a hyperbaric chamber, which is if you get what's called the bends. Really? Can, yep. Because they have so many. Can you so get the bends many, at thirty feet? No. I was going to say they have that's so what I'm scared of. Is fishermen the there that dive Ugh. for lobsters, and Ooh, they yeah. have, they've treated nine hundred people this year in this little. Yeah. The island's four and a half miles long, but it's because they're now having to dive for the lobsters at like hundred and twenty feet. Oh, they've they've eaten mm-hmm. them all. I, I don't know, but, or it's temperature, or whatever it is. We saw a couple at thirty feet. There, are those weird Caribbean lobsters that don't have claws. They have like claws. Oh yeah, what? yeah, they just they have tails and then the the feelers on the front, but they don't have like the, the main lobster things. So well, no. I told
0: them, oh, I yeah. said, "Spiny lobsters. They you look guys like
3: big shrimps." Stay yeah.
4: out of Maine. Okay. You'd stay get out. your ass kicked there because those yeah, guys for up real. there have real claws. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they looked at me like I was crazy. But anyway, I'm. I didn't realize that uh, you had done that. I, I'll probably do it again sometime. I was, but what I don't understand is why you would scuba dive in Minnesota, where you can't see anything.
3: Yeah.
2: No, you can't see anything. Yeah, that that's the problem. Really that's maybe an yeah. Andy place and Alex to learn,
4: but
3: yeah.
2: Andy Alex, what I would do if I were you is I would try snorkeling because <clears throat> you don't have the tank and stuff. i
3: snorkeled. Snorkeling. Yeah, we, is a,
2: we snorkeled when yeah. we were kids,
0: like really. Yeah, young snorkeling's kids. great. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Fun. snorkeling is great. Give that a whirl again. Yeah. I just wish. Is there, if you, we need to go somewhere that we can snorkel without taking a boat out somewhere, because I get so seasick on small boats you do, now. You
2: could do that in the intercoastal. The yeah. intercoastal doesn't doesn't have any waves or anything. You, you could.
4: You yeah, know, you might get your ass over, in intercoastal. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you'd, yeah, you'd have to do it in a Bay Area. It's that's
0: like true. Snorkeling I on go a freeway. Free that's right. the thing about Key yeah. West. Yeah. Is on a, since all the beaches are man-made, there's nothing there. It's literally just like straight sand yeah. for yeah. like yeah. probably <clears throat> half a mile. Oh well.
2: I suppose that is true. We better take a break here. We got a mm-hmm. guest coming up, don't we? Yes. We'll be right back, special guest. Dougie's gonna be talking cars early today, which yeah, is be yeah, really yeah. really cool. We'll be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy.
0: There you go. Highway. Carly, like, get it. Cannot
2: get my voice this high to sing along.
3: Get out a piece of grass.
2: I can't get her that high. Sorry.
3: I mean, who can? Very. Yeah,
2: good. maybe I'm nobody.
3: On
0: a pizza Walking down the road.
2: Even when I was two, I couldn't get that done. Not happening. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Arrington, Shag with us, Iron Resurrection. How are you?
1: I'm great, man. Thanks for having me on, guys.
2: Why do you get the good name like Shag? Well,
1: I mean, I didn't pick it. So I think some of the best nicknames oh, yeah. are given. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I got this nickname in eighth grade.
2: Oh, you got the nickname Shag in eighth grade? So do you mind? Well, it says here, known as the deal finder and haggler or shaggler.
1: Hello.
2: I like it. So Shag comes you know, that from actually Shag, came I along. Like
1: uh, that just came along by... I think, you know, the, the, nerd, the, the, the word similarity, but uh, in eighth grade, I was a skinny ginger and looked like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, and oh. some of my classmates <laughs> called me out on that, and it stuck. All right.
4: I, I got a good I, like fr- I got a good friend named Woody, and I asked him how he got the nickname. Uh, apparently, he spent most of ninth grade with a boner, and his oh. high school friends <laughs> gave him the name, and it stuck. He's now oh. 55 oh, years you, Woody. old.
0: Still, still every day. Okay, then. (laughs) Poor guy. Still, every
2: day. Not a problem. Uh, In any case, Shag's also featured on Iron Resurrection Refueled, where the cast tells off-camera stories from Season 2. In Season 4 now, as a matter of fact, Iron Resurrection... uh, Shag, let me introduce you to Doug Sprinthal. Just Dougie, you'll be fine. Doug's whole life is cars. So this ought to be... I'm looking forward to this conversation.
4: Yeah, yeah. I work awesome. for a large uh, car dealer group. Uh, I've done all different kinds of stuff. We sell about 40,000 cars a year, but I've also always been a fan. I used to build my own stuff when I was a kid because I wanted to drive cool stuff and I didn't have any money. I'm a fan of the show, and it's, uh, it's kind of cool to chat. I, I, got, I do have a couple of questions, if you don't mind. Oh so, man, I, I absolutely please. So for the listeners that don't know what these guys do is they they find these kind of cool, unique, unusual mostly American cars uh, and then they'll bring them back to the shop and some of them are, in, you know, terrible states of disrepair and then they'll 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 bring them back to life. Uh, and it's and it's a, it's a business. Um but my question is, I, I would assume that now you must have people calling you all the time with barn finds and stuff like that. Is that true?
1: That's really one of the coolest things. Is You know, we do have quite a few customers. The show get, has given us exposure, and so, you know, the waiting list for builds right now is pretty long. Uh, but to your, to your question, we do get these calls now where they're fans, and they will let us know about these uh, yards or collections where – Someone may have passed or inherited mm. a collection, and we get first right of refusal, and it's a it's a blast. It's a lot of fun to get out there and really know that we're the first people to walk these yards.
4: Yeah. So uh, basically, the show has managed you to not have to work very hard anymore. But my my next question is: When you guys were just starting and nobody knew who you were, how did you find stuff? Because there's a lot word of, of people mouth, that are the always. Friends. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, as you say, you know, it's the word of mouth and the friends, and you're just reaching out the contacts. Uh, you know. I think it's always been that way, and then the internet and everything just kind of helped hurry that along, especially with social media.
0: Well, i got one example. I wish we had talked to you about, I think, a year ago. So I think it was 50 or so years ago, uh, out in the uh, Deadwood area, someone drove their car down a cliff, hit a tree, and left it there. And about two years ago, they finally came and took it away. So that that car oh was sitting God. there for like 50 years just... <laughs> right into a it's, tree no one took it nope, no no it was too hard to get out they were like what
1: oh yeah
0: why That's even true. bother there's all sorts of stuff like that out there actually you drive along you see farm equipment that has become you know like part of the scenery it's just it's, it's 40 it's, 50 it's got a tree
1: going through it it's yeah it off the
0: ground well, yeah it's so heavy it's like you know no one cares enough to go get it so hey if you want if you want to go find a whole bunch of very old stuff that you can restore the western may, South that Dakota. May be beyond,
1: that may be beyond restoration, probably, probably uh, yeah. or repair,
0: probably 50 years of rotting, yeah.
4: So, yeah, Chegg, what, what, tell me about your favorite find of all the cars that you stumbled across. What one sticks out in your mind as being, Oh, oh man, my god, this is so cool? That's
1: like asking what my favorite kid is. Which one of my kids? <laughs> is um, there you go. You know, I, I love the unique stuff. It's not always going to be the most popular, but there's a lot of really cool, unique things that, that pop up. And, I, and, and I'm a big fan of the Cadillac. To me, that was Hollywood. That was luxury. That was glamour. And I've owned a few Cadillacs, and they're just so much fun to drive. So I, I love coming across, you know, those big cruisers uh, like that. But really, it's just it's kind of also the, the pursuit, the hunt.
4: Has uh, there ever been one that you really wanted that, that got away from you? You just couldn't close the deal, and you're just kicking yourself for not buying it.
1: Well, there, there was one that we actually built that the customer that I really was hoping something would fall fall through and it would end up in my lap, and that was the uh, the Cadillac from season one, our finale, the '64 convertible. Uh, you know, just watching the guys build it, watching the process and all the work they did, man, it was tough to see that one go.
4: I owned a 68 DeVille Convert years and years ago, and I love that car. I, when I sat and I got divorced, I had to sell it because I moved into the requisite townhouse. It was too long to fit in the garage.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet. Sounds you could right. into the Caddy.
4: Yeah, it was longer than a Suburban. I think it was about 23 feet.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
4: Anyway, I've I, that- I, I got a couple more questions for you. I, I saw in your bio that you've been uh, uh, commentating at Barrett-Jackson a couple of times
1: i got asked by motor trend last year to, to come out for the uh, scottsdale auction and i did a lot of off the block spotlights so i was able to uh they, they gave me the opportunity to walk around and check out all the uh the vehicles and i I had like a daily pick and we did a feature on on uh, one vehicle a day
4: uh, oddly well, enough my wife loves barrett-jackson when we first <laughs> got together And I was a full-time used car buyer for a number of years. I bought probably 10,000 cars at auctions. Um, But I would always watch it because this is the the stuff that I really love. And she came down. She goes, what are you doing? And I says, well, I'm watching a live auction. She goes, don't you do that for a living? And I said, yeah, but not these cars. And so she sat there. Yeah, this one's different. Yeah. And she sat there for four and a half hours. And now every winter we'll go down on Saturday and then Sunday and play the game where, you know, guests how much this is going to be, and I can usually get some of that stuff close. But what I've noticed, especially this year, and maybe I have a comment on it, what they call the, uh, the resto Rod, so they take a classic car and then they rebuild it to specs that are way beyond what the car ever was when it was new. I mean, twice as much horsepower, you know, super cool body work and all that sort of stuff. Makes, they're really unique vehicles. But you know, in the past, the originals always seemed to do more money, like a '69 Chevelle or whatever. It is split window, '63 uh, Corvette. But now it seems like the <coughs> resto mods, the really nice ones, are bringing more money than the originals. Do, have you noticed that?
1: Well, and that and that is crazy because normally when you do a resto mod, you're doing it for that customer, like their their specific taste and uh, you know what they want. So you're, those are those are normally considered like a passion project because you're. You're, you're taking right. something, you're building it to a, a, a you know request or a taste, and then it's for that person. So it'll be tough to resell. But I did I, I did see that I did see that some of these customs. I guess it's more general customization now as a whole, and those are selling, and people are getting away from doing the full you know uh, numbers matching restoration.
4: Yeah. That-
1: but it, it is it is fun to sit there and do the guessing game, and it also depends on the time of day because it's after happy hour.
4: Yes, yeah, yeah, Saturday dude. night is not the time to buy a car, Barrett Jackson.
1: No, no, they I had can never a, guess those prices. A,
4: a triple black, Conten 66 Continental convertible, and I had it guessed at maybe like 140 grand. It was a nice car. It cracked 300 thousand dollars. Man. <laughs> and
1: yeah. I, I, my it wife's was, like it was, it, was getting, it was getting thick in
4: there. Then. Oh man, it was, you know, and it's, and they stall out and they keep and then they kept going and it kept going and kept going and then all of a sudden, you you know, you paid too much at Barrett Jackson when the auctioneer starts clapping.
1: Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> like thanks for the vacation. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
4: But it seems to me, and I'd, I'd get I'd like to get your opinion on this. I think the real bargains are actually on Sunday <laughs> morning. There's a lot. Well, they're
1: of, also during the week. Okay. Like leading up to it, like the daytime and and like during the week, I've seen some really good deals. And uh, yeah, Sunday morning's good. I think honestly, I think it's any time before the bars open. You you kind of get some really fair deals. <laughs>
4: it's a pro buying okay. tip from Shag at Barrett Jackson. If, if you've never watched <laughs> yeah. it, it's real. It's really a fun thing. It, it, my wife is not a car person, but she's. It's it's fascinating. It's for those of us that bought cars at, at real auto auctions. It's slower than death because they'll spend four or five minutes selling a car. But it's still uh, it's pretty cool.
1: It's, it's Saturday is definitely a fun day to watch if you've never watched it. Tune it you know tune in on Saturdays. It's a lot of it's, it's they give a lot of backstory, a lot of history. There's also a lot of charities. Uh, people donate cars for uh, auction for charities, and it's yeah I always enjoy watching that Saturday afternoon and evening. Uh, auction because of all the great causes and you know the the, the backstories on a lot of those cars.
4: Yeah, the the serial number one twenty twenty Corvette, which is a big deal car. Uh, uh, Rick Hendricks, who a uh, former race that's car driver right. and owns a whole buttload of auto dealerships, paid three million dollars for it, and the money went to charity. General Motors. Turns that money over to charity, which is re- that's really a cool thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think last year, eight maybe it was nineteen or eighteen, a car sold. <clears throat> for charity and then the guy turned right around and replaced it on on the auction and then sold it again and that money went back. It's like it doubled the income for the charity. It was pretty cool.
4: Nothing like old white guys that get drunk and want to give a lot of money away. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to become one. <laughs> yeah, right. Well,
4: the show's taken off, so tell us about Refueled. So what are some I haven't seen any of these episodes. What well, are the so off-camera of stories? One,
1: yeah, Refueled was a one-time thing. The, the show is Iron Resurrection. And we are in our fourth season. And, and refueled was an opportunity that we had, where me, Joe, and Amanda, and some of the other guys in the shop, sat down and told behind-the-scenes stories based on the episodes from season two. So we took seven episodes from season two and just really uh, it, it just kind of did a, a behind-the-scenes panel type of thing. So that was a one-time deal. We haven't we haven't shot any of the refueled since then. Uh, but the, the main show is, is Iron <coughs> Resurrection.
4: And I see in your notes you were also on, uh, you did an episode of Triple D, is that right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Diners Drive-Ins and Dives. A a good friend of mine owns a barbecue sandwich spot called Slab, which is an acronym for Slow, Low, and Bangin'. And it's an amazing amazing restaurant. And so he's like, hey, guys coming out, you should come hang out. And uh, I knew on that show if you said something kind of off the wall while they're asking you about the food, You'd probably make the cut. Oh yeah, yeah course, I mean, it's that entertaining, that's right? ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I made the cut. But, yeah, that was a
4: lot of fun. Did he? Did he have his uh, red Camaro there? Does that travel he with did. him? He did. Okay, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. He uh, the the host of that show drives a particularly nice. It looks like probably about a '68.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was going to say 67, 68 convertible. That's a custom color. House of Color actually made that color for him.
4: Oh, wow. So
1: I don't know Fancy. if it's Guy Ferrar- Fierro Red or or what it's actually called, but I do know that that is a one-off color made by House of Color, which is kind of cool.
4: Thank God they didn't paint the car like spiked blonde.
1: Oh, God. <laughs>
3: Weird <laughs> yellowish. I agree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You'd have to keep repainting it. <laughs>
4: yeah. So is is your is your shop in uh, Austin?
1: The shop is actually on the outskirts in the hill country. It's more of a destination in the hill country. Okay. And that's, that's by design because it's beautiful out there. It's about 25 miles west on Highway 290. And it's it's a really nice drive uh, tucked into the hills. Uh, and, and it's a great area to go drive your car or motorcycle. And then that's why Joe and Mandy picked that location because they wanted to be a destination, not just kind of mixed into an industrial complex.
4: I got it. Yeah, I went to Austin for work a couple of years ago. I'd never been there before. I was, I'm like, this is Texas. <laughs> it was like, well, I, from... I don't
1: know if that's a compliment or not, but thanks. No, no, it was cool. <laughs> I, you know,
4: I tend to there be a little go. liberal, and I'm like, man, they're just this. Is, I, this is not what I expected at all. In my own, you know,
1: other... it's it, I, I we get that a lot. I get that a lot growing up, and people find out from Texas. I'm a huge hockey fan. I always have been, and in Fort Worth, where I was born and raised, we always had minor league teams, and. I remember going to the games, and then when I, as I got older, I realized, like, I guess if you're from Texas, you're not supposed to like hockey, you know, because we're a football state. Right. It always throws people off when, you know, this is pre-stars days, but it always threw people off when I was like, Yeah, I live in Texas and I love hockey. What? What? No, you don't. You don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> okay.
2: You mean, Chag, when Norm Green stole the Minnesota North Stars and moved them to Dallas? Is that what you're saying? Well,
1: pre, I actually worked in it for a minor league team before that happened. <laughs> but I remember when that happened, I was very excited. I mean, don't hate us, hate
2: uh, Norm. N- yeah, don't take it out <laughs> on us, hate Norm. I got to tell you a very yeah. quick story, Shag. I had lunch with Norm Green about oh a year before he moved the team. Minnesota North Stars bought him. Minnesota North Stars. I had lunch with him. The entire lunch, he had about a two-inch hair hanging out of one of his nostrils. It was really hard oh. to eat. <laughs>
1: and you never told him.
2: Nope, I never told nothing was flagging back and forth the entire lunch. Oh
1: man, I I, I, I wouldn't be able to pay attention. That's like a party favor hanging off the stage. It is a party favor.
2: You're absolutely right. (laughs) That's amazing. You are correct. Ladies and gentlemen, Iron Resurrection shows every Wednesday evening on Motor Trend Network. Jason Arrington, known as Shag, of course, in its fourth season, Iron Resurrection. Well, It was great listening to you guys talking about cars because you both know a lot about them, and that's, uh, that's always a good conversation to listen to, people who know what the hell they're talking about. That's terrific.
4: We, I could have gone okay, on and guys. on. I've got 50,000 questions lined up. So.
1: Well, well, have we you back talk offline on if you'd like.
2: <laughs> well, come back and do the show again. That'd be great, Chase. I'd love to have and you I'd love on.
1: to. It's been a lot of fun.
2: All right, young man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Mike. Jason Arrington, Shag, ladies and gentlemen, from Iron Resurrection. We'll be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindall. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your
0: house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home.
2: Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I'm rocking out with the Beatles, man. We were talking about that this morning, as a matter of fact. The Beatles? Yep, we were talking about the Beatles and the fact that a woman uh, called the talking text line to leave a message that she teaches at a preschool and because the kids demanded it. They, they know the, all of the words to every song in the Beatles' first album because they play it every day at, oh l- my at God, preschool.
4: how cool is that? <laughs>
2: funny.
4: <laughs> they, they, to they sing along.
2: They say, I want to hold your
3: hat. <laughs> Fawn was talking. Fawn was singing Let It Be like two days ago. She was sitting on her little See, potty in her go. room and I opened the door and she was like, let it be, let it be. Let it be.
0: Breaking news. <laughs> <Beatles>. Breaking. Yes. <coughs> Roger Stone, sentenced to 40 months.
3: Uh, 40 uh, months, 40. which
0: means when, they, when he pardons them this afternoon.
2: <laughs> um, uh, he's going to get pardoned. He won't do one day.
0: I don't know That's anything about they, Roger they Stone, him. but he doesn't seem no. like a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> not your kind of guy, not, Andy. No? He's not your guy? kind of guy.
3: I have. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Sorry. You have what?
3: Nothing. Mine was a kind of a change of subject.
2: Uh, no, go ahead. Well, that's fine. You I change mean, the subject. you have 40 months. Okay. No big
3: deal. Last night, um, I tucked Fawn into bed, and I left. And then 20 minutes later, she calls me, and she gives me a hair binder, and then she wants my help getting a stuffed animal to bring into bed. And I tuck her back in, and as I'm leaving, she goes, who's Yo-Yo Ma?
4: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
3: oh.
2: Well. <laughs> I was um,
3: like, he's a cello player. Good night. <laughs> like, what? I think he was on Clifford
4: on one of those kids shows. Yeah, yeah, he was he
3: on was... Mr. Rogers. Uh, you I, know. And...
0: I, I remember him being a very big deal when I was a kid. Yeah. He's the
3: best cello player of all time. I don't know. So, yeah. For sure is. Absolutely. Um, well, you don't
0: know that. that. Name I another
4: know. cello player. Dick Anderson.
3: <laughs> i just take your word. No, for it. Just <laughs> probably. Totally There's it probably up. one that played the cello at one point.
4: Hey, speaking of music, Tom, I've got a, a documentary f- for you to watch. It's uh, All right. and I'm not a Rush fan. I've I've never owned a Rush album. I've never been to a Rush concert. But they did a documentary on him in 16 called Beyond the Lighted Stage. It was fascinating. Uh, they're humble, <clears throat> they're just really interesting people. Um, and I guess Alex Leifson, the guitar player and Getty Lee became best friends in seventh grade, and that's when they first started playing together. And really? Getty's parents were Holocaust survivors. I didn't even know he was Jewish.
2: Yeah, yep.
4: I didn't know they had Jewish people in Canada.
2: Yeah, why his name is Getty?
4: Well, because his mom can't pronounce
2: Gary, that's exactly right. Yep. She can't say the word Gary. She calls him Getty. How you doing, Getty?
4: And they ha- they have some <laughs> interviews. There's a-, a great interview with Alex Lifeson, and-, and he must be 17 or 18, and he doesn't want to finish high school, and he wants to go on the road with a band, and he looks just like the most petulant, spoiled teenager ever, <laughs> and his parents well. are just mortified. And then they cut to him in, you know, 2016, and he's like. Yeah, I was a stupid kid. I didn't know anything. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's a happen. really you you'd love the show. It's it's a really good look at at all three of them and talks about how their career gets. It was actually a DJ in uh, Cleveland that more or less discovered them and put them on the map. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, they were uh, they couldn't get a record deal and they just started sending records around. And some program director they interviewed her, uh, started playing it. And every time they, they played it, the board lit up. It's like, when did the new Led Zeppelin album come out? And it's like, no, nah, it's not Led Zeppelin. This is a band out of Canada. And it's, it's a great show. So it's called Beyond the Lighted Stage. I highly recommend it.
2: Yeah. Matter of fact, Rocco Mediate and Alex Lifeson are really good friends.
4: I remember they, we you had Alex on the old podcast back in the old studio, and we ta- get to talk to you yeah. him for a little bit. They were out playing golf or something like that.
2: Yep. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, uh, but yeah, everybody I know, because you know uh, Kendall and Osgard know Getty, uh, know uh, Alex Lifeson now, and they all think the world of him. They think he's a great guy.
4: Yeah, they all. But I guess he's
2: a hell of a golfer.
4: Yeah, we have to get a match together with him and Alice Cooper. I guess Alice is like a scratch handicap too, or hmm. he was. Alex,
2: our Alex here uh, will be going to meet. Alice Cooper in, uh, when is that, Alice, in June? June. Really?
3: Yeah.
2: Yep. I'm going to meet Alice yep. Cooper. I'm going to introduce Alice Cooper at Treasure Island.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I know my dad calls goes, me and he's yeah. like, would you be interested in meeting Alice Cooper? And I'm like, I'm not like a huge Alice Cooper fan, but I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Why would I not want to meet Alice Cooper? And then he was like, well, Well, should we tell Andy and Melissa? And I'm like, you could tell them, but they're not going to want to come.
0: No, (laughs) we opted out. I mean, I don't hate him. I just, I don't know.
3: I don't know. I just feel like it's deal. Like I was listening to the morning show the other day and you were talking about how Ozzy Osbourne canceled his tour. And Candace was like, I've seen, I've never seen him solo. And if I don't get to do that, I'll be so upset. And I've seen Ozzy Osbourne solo he was at Lollapalooza actually and although oh, really? I'm not an Ozzy Osbourne fan I was like I feel like you gotta go see Ozzy right. Osbourne right. play and he was completely unaware of what was happening and was just kind of like fumbling around the stage but I was like I've seen Ozzy mm-hmm. Osbourne so I doesn't like, matter what he
0: was
4: doing yeah. I saw him doing pretty <clears throat> yeah. much invent single handedly invented heavy metal
3: yeah so that's like pretty cool <laughs>
4: yeah Oh, by the way,
2: question for you, uh, Mr. Sprinthal from Joe in Louisville. He wants to know where they f- you f- uh, you could find the movie you were talking about.
4: I found it on, uh, I think it was, n- I always, it's either Amazon or Netflix. Oh, that's good.
3: <coughs> that should be I easy w- to I find. Really I really wish one of
4: those guys would buy the other one out and just call it Netazon or Amiflix. Yeah,
3: really. They'd yeah, that would be nice.
4: so much easier, so.
3: Yeah, I know, and then there's Apple. TV, yeah, which Apple is like Plus a different it, yeah. thing. Roku's like,
0: nice oh about God. that because Roku does search everything that's yep. on it. That is nice, but and then we, you have to pay
3: have, for we, each individual thing. Yes, like you a, do.
4: Yeah, but we have Netflix, a Netflix subscription anyway. We use Roku Roku search all the time to mm-hmm. find stuff. We mm-hmm. had to use it last night to find the damn debates. It's like, you know, what station is it on? <laughs> yeah, I, God, I.
2: I could not. I could not believe how they went after each other last night. That was. Man, they're vicious, aren't they?
4: Yeah, I wouldn't want them people pissed at me.
2: I guess not. I, it I, it kind of surprised me that, it, could we debate something, or are you just going to rip the shit out of each other and just tear each other apart? Because there was no debating going on at all.
4: No, there really wasn't. I, how many more debates are there? I it's going to be getting close. There can't be that many more, are there? I don't know. I've, I've I been skipping so. them, but I wanted to watch Bloomberg last night to see how he did, and he, I thought he kind of got his ass handed to him, quite honestly. Yeah,
2: it's what everybody thinks. Everybody thinks that that's the case that he got his ass handed to him by everybody. <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you with all these people. They're just I don't know. What what do you Andy and Alex, what do you think?
3: About what
4: coronavirus we just talking about. Well, no, I mean specifically about
3: Bloomberg? Like what do you
4: what do you mean? Oh, about
2: about the debates. Did you did you guys watch them at all?
3: No, never would. No interest. I have not watched
2: them. You guys just don't have any interest in politics at all, right?
3: I mean, I do to some extent, but I just... Things
0: like that. Yeah,
3: it's just kind of like I don't really feel like watching people yell at each other. It's a show, it's not... Yeah, yeah. it's like theater, and I'm just like, there's no point to, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because it's like you can just go I on. I see that. I go online and look at people's stances on things and see what I connect with most. And I go to their websites mm-hmm. and I do that kind of stuff. So I do my research. But watching the debates, it's just like, uh, I don't yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, I just don't like debates in general. See, especially I think it would
0: be interesting <coughs> if they passed a law that said if you say something in a debate, you have to follow through. Yeah. Or you get thrown into a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well, I like it. A little hard. There you go. That <laughs> no, would be an interesting no, debate.
3: A, yeah. If you
0: slip up and say something crazy, you got to do it. No
3: one would say anything. Yeah,
0: they'd all just be <laughs> like, I'm not debating. <laughs> yeah, just,
3: yeah. Nobody uh, would
0: talk. No, no they would just not. Just sit there. Because that's all, like, I, I bet that if you wrote down everything everyone at the debate said and then, like, went through the next five years... I bet eighty, ninety percent of what they say was just a bunch of crap. Oh, there's because no question there's, about. There's that. nothing holding them to their word, and no one. People forget that they say it immediately after they say it because they say so much. So you know, why not just say things that sound good and not do them?
4: You know, I, I I got a call from our buddy Sai yesterday. He was calling about some car related questions, and we started talking about politics. Mm-hmm. And he had a act for especially for Sai, he had a pretty good point. He goes, you know for, Psy, for it was well, You we know him he can be a little uh, over the cliff at times. <laughs> yeah. he says you know, all they're talking about is health care, health care, health care, and yeah. without taking the Senate it, it, it's never going to happen. They'll never McConnell's never gonna yeah. change anything. What I'd really like to hear him talk about is stuff that they can actually do. I, well,
0: thought,
3: I mean, oh. I was yeah. thinking Promising about that. the
0: world is very popular right yeah.
3: now, yeah, when I was thinking about that last night. Going to sleep, I was like, okay, so there was the whole healthcare for all thing, and then there was Obamacare, which was a complete flop. And although Obama was in office, nothing, I mean, they tried Obamacare and it didn't work mm-hmm. and they got rid of it. And so it's like, just because somebody like Bernie. M- say he becomes president, that doesn't mean all of a sudden it's like, everybody has free health care! Right. And like, things, it's You all have great. to do
0: it slow or else they become a disaster. Well, you can't just be like, okay, <clears throat> we're uh, switching tracks right away no matter what yeah. happens, because that's always going to end in disaster. And
3: like, the president really doesn't have as much say as everybody. It's not like the president no. just gets in office and is like, this is what we're doing now, and that's yeah, like how time America... Every a new president
0: is elected, everyone's like, well, he's going to Remove all term limits and become the emperor of the United States forever. It's like you yeah, can't no, do yeah. that. Why does everyone think the president can just be like, "I, I am now king"? Don's, yeah. a-
4: Don's actually taken a pretty good run at it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: no. so did yeah. Barack. Though. Yeah, he would have loved to been king. They yeah. can try all um, they want, but it's not going to happen. So,
2: you know, one thing I I find so disingenuous about about this whole thing. The very people who want to talk about health care and pharmaceuticals and, you know, affordable health care and pharmaceuticals and affordable this, but the only place you ever see drug commercials is on newscasts. Yeah. So the very that's people calling true. for reform are making all the money from it.
0: It ain't going to happen. Oh, God, yeah. And they know it's not going to happen. In Melissa's family's house, that's the only time I ever see drug commercials and they, because they watch the news. And I'm always like – yeah. Who is watching? It's like, does everybody who watch the news need to be on Humera? It's like, does everyone? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Because, yeah, every single break, it's like, apparently everyone oh, yeah. in the entire country has some sort of uh, immunological oh, yeah. disorder. They yeah, they, don't, doubt they don't, about not it. a
4: lot of Clearasil ads in the 6 o'clock news. Yeah,
0: no, it's interesting. Do
4: they even make but that I stuff anymore?
0: It... Clearasil? Yeah, I think so. I find it so funny. The very people that
2: bitch about it the most are making all the money from it. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's so disingenuous. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. It's all about the money, and it'll always be all about the money. And, and again, I said this before. When I left private insurance to go on Medicare, my rates went up. <coughs> oh, really? Is anything else <laughs> you'd like me to Oh, yeah. My, I pay more now for health insurance than I did on private insurance. Oh, boy. Because the more money you make, the more you pay. So I can't imagine somebody like Bloomberg. His Medicare must cost him about five billion a year. <laughs> He's all that. But he can afford
4: face. a high deductible, I think. All I think right, so. no. yeah,
2: he can. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. But yeah, I, I, that's the whole problem I have with all these political arguments. You're the very people that are benefiting benefiting from it. You think I really believe that you're going to do something about it? There's no way you're doing anything about it because you make all the money.
4: See, I've got a. I have a really twisted theory about this whole, the reason behind this push for term limits? Because on the, mm-hmm. on the outside it sounds, yeah, that sounds reasonable, I'm for term limits too. Right. But let's think about what really might be going on here. I think most people would agree that one of the problems with federal politics is the amount of money that's involved. Yes. From lobbyists, oh God, from PACs, yes. and all this oh, sort yeah. of stuff. Everyone can agree so on yep. that. I, everybody can agree on it, but we're all going, we're not trying to solve that problem, we're screaming about term limits. So what happens if you actually yeah. had term limits? You would have hundreds of legislators all the time that are in their lame duck. They're, they're it's their last term.
2: Yeah. Who's yep. most
4: susceptible to taking money than somebody that can't get reelected? Right. So my theory got is that this whole term limits thing is coming from the big money as a distraction yeah. as a way to get more mm. stuff railroaded through. So if I'm right, folks, be Could careful be.
0: be careful what you wish for, as they say. And that's why Trump why should elk? be king. Thanks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thanks for that's the right, argument. You there you go. He can't be corrupt I, I, I just if he's it. king.
4: I did see a great T-shirt. They didn't have it on my side when I was in Mexico. It said, I'm on the fun side of the wall.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you were telling me wall. that.
4: I you think that depends you're...
0: on your uh, longitude there. Yeah, that's it's true. The fun side can be on either side, depending on how far east or west you go.
4: We were fairly far from the border.
0: I hear... Yeah, I, we actually were talking about this yesterday, and Baja is not doing well. No. No, yeah, which is interesting because it's right next to California. Yeah. But, yeah, apparently if you go on that side of the wall, you you got problems. Well, they got enough problems on this side of the wall, too. There are a lot
2: That's of true. problems everywhere, but, you know, it is, it is what it is. If you want to go to Mexico,
0: still... apparently you go to Yucatan right now. It's the safest place yeah, in mexico well,
4: the yucatan peninsula which is cozumel cancun all yeah. those places
0: yeah apparently it's actually yeah quite safe especially for mexico right now yep
2: we need to take a break here to go into car selling secrets mm-hmm. to, do we get a hint to what what car selling secrets is all about i've today? got a
4: special guest you're going to dig this guy he's a truck he's an over-the-road truck driver and a huge kq morning fan i've been trying to get him on for a while so I'm going to well, go out in the cool. lobby and grab
2: them, and we'll be back. All right, I'll we'll, grab be, him. That's we'll weird. be back. Yeah, don't grab them. <laughs> if you could not grab them, Doug, that'd be really great. Just don't grab any oh, of right. our listeners, would you please? All right, we'll be back with the family.